Thank you, Pastor Matt, and thank you, Church. It's good to be here. It's a good season. And uh, you'll see the words behind me say, I wasn't expecting that. And those words are with this season in mind, church. Um, Last week, we spoke about words for the season. And this is a phrase that I purposely left out with today's message in mind. But I thought this this is very applicable. This phrase... I wasn't expecting that. It's a phrase that a lot of people will find themselves saying around this season, that we'll find ourselves saying around this season. Um, maybe, maybe you've attended uh, a Christmas event recently, or you've one coming up, and and you go to you go to those sort of shows, like like a Christmas light switch on, or or those those Christmas shows, even even a Christmas TV and stuff like that, you, it fires up things where you think, I wasn't expecting that, that was good, or oh, that was, that was something different anyway, I wasn't expecting that. And, and typically when we think of the surprises that I'm talking about, we think of those gifts. And, and I think this is, a, this is an appropriate phrase that you'll hear whenever you receive, sorry, that we'll use when we receive gifts around this season, because... You'll use it in in the nice way, in the way like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Brilliant, very good. Like it's it's you know it's be it's beyond belief, and you're sort of thinking, oh, I didn't think they knew me that well, and oh, I didn't I didn't know they were getting the hints and all that. You know the the hints that you're leaving. Oh, the men are nervous now. They're like, what hints? What hints? Uh, so yeah, there's there's hints being left, or you sort of use it in a bit of a different way. And you're like, oh, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that. Oh, that's, that's different, isn't it? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks very much. And um, uh, you, all know, you all know what I'm talking about. You're thinking of the example in your head now, and you're thinking, oh, I really hope this year I don't get those socks again. See if he gets me those socks again. Or that perfume you never told him that you didn't like. That's actually your fault, by the way, just so you know. If you didn't tell him, he doesn't know. So we use this phrase a lot. I know that um, Pastor Matt will be speaking on gifts this evening. I'm not going to dwell on it too long. But there's times when we'll say these words, we'll, we'll mean them. They'll, they'll, be, they'll be really, really applicable to what is happening. And, and I want to share some, some gifts that I received. Um, and it was two years ago um, on Christmas Day, the, the gifts that Rebecca surprised me with um, the, the first one being, oh sorry it says no one, we'll get it on now, and the first one being that. So we have the, you'll see the top of it there, that is my coffee machine. So this is the gift, I like to call it the gift that keeps on giving, because I love this thing. It is my favourite part of our house. Pastor Matt has Lego, I have coffee, right? I'm one of these idiots that spends like five minutes making every cup of coffee. I absolutely love this thing. It's, it's definitely, it's one of my favourite gifts that I ever got. I'm still using it now. Um, and and I'm, I'm a bit coffee obsessed. I just, I love my coffee. And, and I remember when, when Rebecca brought that out, oh, I wasn't expecting, like, you know, your, your voice goes really high. You didn't know you had those. You didn't know you had that picture. Oh, I wasn't expecting that. And it was, um, it was exciting. And then again, on Christmas Day two years ago, we found out about Elias, which was lovely. So she, she gave me this and, and the, the tears were flowing, and, but that 
that was just because of the coffee machine. But then I was like, oh, here with... Oh, there's a baby too. Brilliant. Oh, brilliant. So, yeah, I, 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 I wasn't expect. It was, it was Christmas Day. There's loads of stuff happening on Christmas Day. And, and just wasn't, it wasn't the thing that I was expecting there and then. But... It was, it was lovely. And then later on, she surprised me again. And I don't have a picture of this, but later on, she surprised me again when she cooked a Christmas dinner for 11 people. I should never cook a Sunday dinner for, for the two of us, but for 11 people, I think she surprised herself on Christmas Day too, I'm being honest. So it was, it was great. That was, that was a great Christmas, full of, full of the unexpected, full of those surprises. And yeah, that we sign, that we sign there meant that, that our Christmases would, would never be the same because the wee son was on the way. And, and again, I want to talk, um, the, the first person I want to talk about in scripture based around this season, we're going to talk about some people who, who we talk about so often at this time of year. And, and the first one that, that we want to talk about again is, is surprised with a child that would mean that this day would never, ever be the same again. In the Christmas story, we read how Mary was surprised by the angel Gabriel's announcement of her pregnancy, as we read here in Luke chapter 1, beginning at verse 26, church. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man named Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came to her and said, Greetings, favoured woman. The Lord is with you. But she was deeply troubled by this statement, wondering what kind of greeting this could be. Church, let's pray and then we'll begin to study God's word together. Lord, we thank you for the word that you've given us. Thank you for the truth of your word. And God, I just pray that today as we again prepare for the season that is ahead, God, would you reveal yourself to us? Would you open our eyes? Would we be filled with joy and expectation? And God, would we learn from those in this Christmas account? Lord, Lord, would we learn of faith and joy? God, all of the things that, that this season should bring. Help us. Lord, thank you for the word that you've given us today. It's in your son's holy and precious name that we pray. Amen. So, church, we read there in that last, in that, um, last few words that Mary was deeply troubled by this statement. She's, she's wondering what's going on. And there'll be different, different versions I'll read in different ways. Some will say that she was deeply troubled. Others will say she was greatly perplexed. She was confused and disturbed. She was thoroughly shaken. She, she most certainly was, was caught off guard. She definitely falls into this category of, I, I wasn't expecting that. I was not expecting this. She says to the angel later on, a few verses later, how can this be? Because even though an angel had just appeared to her, it still seemed impossible. And, and that, that in, and, in and of itself is a lesson there. Because Mary, she asks, how can this be when there is an angel in front of her? She is seeing something of heaven and she's still asking, how can this be? 
How, how can this be? Even where Mary had something of heaven, she still questioned what was happening in her own reality. And, and I just think this, this response, it's, it's so human, it's, it's so real, it's just, it's, it's exactly how so many different people would respond. This, this doubt or, or this confusion, it's, it's a normal response when God is working. When God's doing something, it's a normal response. We see it so many times in scripture and, and it makes sense that the things of heaven would be confusion because they're not of this earth. When God does something, when, when God moves, it, it is totally other. It's, it's supernatural. It's a thing of God. And of course, around that will be confusion. There might, there might be doubt, there, there might be troubled minds. And I think it, it's okay to ask this question that Mary asked, how can this be? But what would be great is, is in our minds if we, if we didn't say, this can't be. Because with God, church, all things are possible. Our hope has been given. He sent angels to a peasant girl in Nazareth who told her that she was about to carry heaven in her womb. Church, all things are possible with God. All things are possible. And Mary experiences this. Can I encourage us, church? Our expectancy levels need to be high enough that they include the seemingly impossible. This term expectancy, we have talked about a lot this past week. Pastor Matt touched on it last Sunday. We touched on it on Tuesday night. This term expectancy. What have you forgotten to believe for this season? Can I, can I encourage you? Can I remind you? Can I give you a gentle shove in, in the God direction? What have you forgotten to believe for this season? Or what have you chosen not to believe for this season? What have you said that that can't happen? That that's not possible about? What have you said that about? Church, can I encourage us in this season, in these days, right now, let's choose faith. Let's choose faith. Let's know that God will do a work in our lives and let us come expectantly. Let our, let our eyes be open. Let our, let our hearts be filled with joy and expectancy. Let's believe that God is going to send heaven like he has already done. He's going to use his Holy Spirit. And, and let's believe, church, that he's going to use his Holy Spirit to heal your house, to invade your circles to, to disrupt our meetings. Let's believe that God is going to move in this season. What is it in your life that you haven't given over to God? Let me push you in raising your expectation. Church, let's remember what God has done and what he is doing. This is a good week to share this message, church. If, if you didn't know already, there are, there's just so much. Did you know that, that this week, with, with the money that's come in, our fundraising total for this year, on, on behalf of the charity, it's the highest year that we've ever had in the 22 years of the charity at Living Hope. Amazing. Church, Margaret Medine, we've been praying for, and, and, and the beginning of the week it just it didn't look too good and she thought she was going to need 
need really immediate intervention. She was going to need a feeding tube. Church is home. No feeding tube. God's doing a work in her life and we have to believe that. We've been praying for Sadie McLean and she was in hospital for weeks and what is going on? What's happening in her body? She has a diagnosis and she's home, church. She's home. God is at work. Billy Beggs was receiving chemo. He's all clear. Roy Graham, no cancer. Church, these are things to raise our expectation about. God is good. So let us raise our expectation. Can we be reminded of what God has done and know that we have a hope and his name is Jesus and the spirit is at work in our lives. Church, let our expectation be higher. Let it include the things that seem impossible and do not rule anything out. Don't rule anybody out. Know that God can work in anyone in your life. He has worked in you. So why not? Why not? Of course he can. Let us raise our expectation. In the Christmas story, we also read of Joseph and his surprise at Mary's pregnancy. In Matthew 1, 18 to 20, the birth of Jesus Christ came about this way. After his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, it was discovered before they came together that she was pregnant from the Holy Spirit. So her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her publicly, decided to divorce her secretly. But after he had considered these things, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife because what has been conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. What has been conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. And, and Joseph, Joseph in, in, in this story, in this account, he, he's not really given us anything except his, his character and his response. I imagine, most, I imagine most women would like Joseph because he's a man of few words, according to scripture. He's a man that doesn't speak too much in these passages. And, but the thing is, he was ready. He was ready. He, he was, he was going to do it. He was ready to divorce Mary. Because there was actually, you, you think about this, he had, he had decided to divorce her. That, that was it. Decision made. There's no doubt in his mind what had happened. Mary's pregnant. It wasn't from him. And he's going to divorce her. That's it. Decision made. And he most certainly falls into this category of I wasn't expecting that. Because he had to have been shocked, not only again when something of heaven appears in front of him, when the angel appears in front of him, again he sees heaven. And that's shocking enough on its own. Because I just think, I just think, put. Try and put yourself in these people's shoes. I know it's incredibly difficult to do that, but it's just around this season, like we talk about angels and we talk about stars in the sky that everybody can see as if they're just, it's just another thing because we talk about them all the time in this season. There's an angel in front of him. Can you imagine what that must have felt like? Or what that, what does that look like? 
And there's an angel in front of him. So that in itself has to be shocking enough. But then the angel tells him Mary was pregnant by the Holy Spirit. There are so many lessons that we can learn here, church. But maybe the most important is that of faith again. When we put our faith and trust in God, when we've done the one thing that a human can do to accomplish superhuman things, we have reached past human strength and knowledge. We have touched infinite strength and infinite knowledge. Knowing God, knowing this story. Joseph, he was ready to get divorced. He was certain he knew what was going on. And, and let's be reminded, church, as, as was said today, not to trust in our own understanding. And in times of confusion and uncertainty, let's turn to God and ask him, what is he doing? I'll keep saying this because I think that we need constantly reminded of it. I know that I do. Include God in the conversation. Include God in the conversation. Ask him. Speak to him. Listen to him. Allow him his word. Allow him to have a say in what is going on in your life. Include God in the conversation. When these surprises come, when, when these turns take place, let us look to God. And finally, the Christmas story records the shepherd's astonishment of the angel's appearance. In the same region, in Luke chapter 2, in the same region, shepherds were staying out in the fields and keeping watch at night over their flock. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. And again, that response, to, to me, it's just, it's normal. And different versions will say they were terrified, they were filled with great fear, terribly frightened, they were greatly afraid. And I get that. Again, these, these shepherds, who were they? Their lives were simple to this point. They're doing their, they're doing their due diligence there. They're simply just, they're working away in the field when the magnificence starts to take place. When, when they begin to see this thing of heaven. And they didn't expect it, but how could they? The glory of the Lord surrounded them, church. The glory of the Lord surrounds them. How could they expect that? It hadn't happened before. They'd never seen it before. But, but what was about to come, church? It had not happened before either. Who was about to come? It had not happened before. So they didn't expect it, but how could they? How could they? What they, were, what they were witnessing, what they were seeing, just imagine and allow it to raise hope in your heart. Allow it to know that, sorry, know that in sometimes what seems like a mundane life, I know that some of us feel like that. Sometimes in what seems like, like a day-to-day, like a, a nine-to-five, that, that shift work or that, that going home and, and putting the dinner on and, and watching the TV. And they were just going about their, their day they were, or their night. They were doing their due diligence. And here comes heaven, church. Here comes heaven. Does anybody want that in this season? 
Do you want to see heaven in this season? That we need to trust in God and know that his ways surpass our ways. We need to trust God. We need to trust that God's purposes may surpass human understanding. And we need to be open to his divine plans and embrace the unexpected paths. You may, God may not move how you're expecting him to move. God, God may do something in your life that, that totally surprises you, that takes you off guard. How do you respond to that? Is it in faith? Is it trust? Is it, is it believing in God? Listen, have your wobble. Scripture allows for it. Have your wobble, but trust in God ultimately. Trust in him ultimately. Have faith. Raise your expectation and know that we worship a holy God, totally divine, completely infinite, beyond all things, beyond our expectation. Church, I'll finish with this. Just a quick summary of the story, the stories that we have read. See, Mary was trouble, troubled, but then she trusted. It goes on to say, she goes on to say, May it happen as you said. God, do your work in my life. I, I don't know what's going on. I don't understand this. God, do your work in my life. Can I encourage you to have the same response in this season? God, do your work in my life. And Joseph, he was decided, but then he detoured. Be prepared to do this. Joseph had made a decision. He had made a decision to divorce Mary. And, but then he changes his plans. He makes a detour because God does a work in his life. So be prepared that God may take you down an unexpected path. He may move you in a way that you did not expect. But be open. Be ready. And the shepherds, church, they were greatly afraid. But then glorified God. It tells us that when they met Jesus, they were glorifying and praising God. They, they were terrified. They were greatly afraid. But then they gave God glory. Church, here comes heaven. Let's believe for things of heaven in this season. Amen. Allow me to pray, church. Lord, we thank you for your word. Thank you, God, for moving in our lives and moving in the lives of seemingly simple people. God, I just thank you that you use us for your divine purposes, God, that, that you bring us in unexpected ways. And I pray that in this season, I pray, God, that, that God, we would embrace the unexpected. God, would you, would you help us in our trusting of you and Lord, would we know, would we know that you can do a work in our lives, in our homes, in our circles. God, we just pray that you would move. And by your Holy Spirit, God, I pray that we would be as the shepherds. Would we praise you, God? In your son's holy and precious name, we give thanks.